Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Giant Splash. This is the East Coast Heat and Humidity Edition. I'm Henry Schulman, the Giants beat reporter for the San Francisco Chronicle, and you're in for a treat today as I talk to Pablo Sandoval. The panda is now an elder statesman as he approaches the age of 33, which is hard to believe. He talks about being a leader, keeping things loose in a losing clubhouse, his gratitude for his second chance with the Giants, how long he wants to keep playing, and much more, including, of course, his pitching career. We'll get to all that right after this. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Henry Shulman, back with you, and I'm here with Pablo Sandoval. And this is going to be one of my favorite podcasts because you're one of my favorite all-time players to watch and, and cover over the years. And I was just looking at the media guide, uh, and it's just hard for me to believe. You made your Major League debut three days after your 22nd birthday, and now you're going to be 33 soon. Is that even hard for you to kind of, when you think about 33-year-old Pablo Sandoval? No, man, thank you. Finally, we, we're talking about it. So, no, it's, it's hard. It's hard. You know, all the thing being through and and you and your life and uh you know be part of uh eleven almost eleven years in the big league is unbelievable you know during the up and downs you don't you don't care about it but you know it's it's not how you get here it's how you maintain it is and uh, how you stay in uh and you keep working hard every day is one of the key goal yeah i mean we just talked about this before we put the tape recorder on, you're not feeling all that great right now, but you still worked out. I mean, that's the mentality you need in the major leagues to, to stay, right? Yeah, man. You, when you don't feel it well, you have to get you your body going, get a little routine in the gym, and uh, do everything you can, you know, up and down. Do this. During the season, you got great weather, changes uh, a lot of things in, in the city, next city, all that stuff. And, uh, you know, we're coming from the cold weather, and uh, the weather changes, uh, gets you a little bit with cold. Sometimes you get allergies, all that. But you have to get ready. You have to be, be ready for play the game. Uh, that's the work you do. That's a, it's a game, but that's your profession. Uh, you, have to, you have to take an advantage of that. If, if I had told you the first day you came up in 2008 that in 2019 – you would still be in the big leagues. Uh, would you? Would you have believed that? Did you have the confidence to think you would be able to stick? Man, you know what? <sighs> Telling you the truth, yes. That was my goal: be in the big leagues for 10, 12, 15 years. That's my goal. It's still my goal. So I just want to continue being healthy, do my routine, 
take care of my body now you old when i hold you when you pass 30 you have to do a lot of things to to get ready but you know it's different different you know what what you can do what what you have to do for be ready oh no absolutely yeah wait wait till you're almost 60 then you'll really have to do something do you have a i mean do you have an end date in mind how many more years you want to play <clears throat> i don't know i don't know i just I just want to continue play. If he still continue coming down, I keep swing the the, the bat and I keep playing defense. You know, I just gonna continue till my body say stop. You know, I was talking to Will Clark. He that was the last podcast I did, and he had what you called a natural swing. He was like a natural hitter. It didn't mean he didn't have to work. But I asked him. He's he's, he's like fifty five years old, and I said, "Could you get in there and uh, face a pitcher today and still hit?" And he said, "Quite honestly, yeah, I think I could." Now, maybe he wouldn't be able to do it for more than three days without ending up in the hospital. But I mean, do you do you think that as much as you have to work? Um, at, at staying in shape and being ready, do you think that the hitting part comes naturally enough for you? Because, I mean, the way we've seen you hit over the years, I mean, you can hit any pitch, any location, anywhere. You seem to me like a natural hitter. Yeah, it is. It is. You have to work. You have to, like, you got a, a car, and then I, you had it for 10, 20 years. You have to do maintain the during the, the engines, all the stuff, uh, stuff to, you know, the car keep going. So when you're hitting, you, you have to work on little things because you're getting a slump. So, but I think it's natural. It's eyes and hand coordination you have. So it's one of the things that some guys doing too much. Some, some guys don't do too much. I'm the type of guy I know what, what type of work I, I can do in the cage to get ready for the game. Well, you know, now sometimes people overwork in the cage. Sometimes Bochi has to shut the, put a lock on the cage. Are you one of the guys he has to lock out? Before, yes, but now, no, because when, like I say, when you been too much, too many years in the big leagues and you play with greatest hitters, greatest players, you you learn, you learn, you pick everything from them. So you know what what the goal you have to put in in your body in that day and. You have to stop when you have to stop. What do you think is the biggest thing you've learned about playing baseball in the 11 years you've been in the majors? Everything. Baseball, you learn every, everything every single day. Even now? Even now. It's, now it's worse. You learn everything every day. So, you know, it's, it's, it's baseball is different. You learn something different every day. We got so many rules. We got the shift now, all the stuff, stuff. So, you know, you, you learn a lot of stuff uh, for for fun, but at the end of the day, it's baseball. It's the same game. You use the uh, the F word, fun, and you know this. We obviously know what kind of year this has been, and I I have to tell the listeners of this podcast that every day I walk into the clubhouse and there's one guy who's laughing and there's one guy who's making fun of people. You're making fun of me. You're making fun of the other writers. You're making fun of the other players. How do you do that when things are so rough? Uh, it's the way I am. So the way. My family teach me when I was a kid, so everything is not going to be easy, but then day you make it easy if you add it to is different than the other ones. So, you know, I just put in my mind, it's a fun day. Another day, why, don't I, have to, why don't I can be fun? Because, you know, 
I got the things that I love to do, play baseball. So I'm on the field, on the baseball field, on the big league. So you know how many players, how many guys want to be in the big league. So, you know, why am I going to be sad? Why am I going to be mad? Why am I going to be frustrated? So now I'm having fun every day. I'm making fun of you, making fun of everyone. Everyone. So, but, you know, when you got a tough year like we're having right now, it's special. You you know when you 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 press, you push the brake to, you know, to stop. Because you're professional, you have to respect the clubhouse sometimes. But at the end of the day, I earn the respect for my teammate because I make it fun. I'm making losing, like be loose for the game. And, I, you know, this is that type of guy that I am. And I, I don't going to change. They let me be They let me be me and I, I'm having fun doing it. Do you feel a bit of a responsibility now as one of the older players to set that example for the younger players? Yes, yes. You know, like. When I was a younger player, I got so many guys next to me. I got the opportunity to share clubhouse with Barry, Rich, Barry, Barry Cito, Benji Molino, Marvis all those guys. So you learn a lot of stuff because back in the day, was tough for the rookies. So baseball been changing a lot. So we got some so Jones great talents and they they be in the big league. So, you know, baseball change. I had to, I had to, yeah, I take a resp- responsibility. Uh, me and Buster, all those guys, Longo, we Bum got Bumgarner. Yeah. We got so many, so many veteran guys in the, in the team. They are young too. So, but at the end of the day, it's the way we feel in the way we have to do it because it's, it's, we need to teach those guys the, the way the game is. Now, the, it's the it's very different here this year as well. It's a it's what they call I guess a transition year with a new general manager, and he obviously has been bringing in and out a lot of players. And uh, I mean, you had two guys in spring training you've known since you were a kid uh, in Gerardo Parra and uh, Jan Hervis Solarte. Other guys, not even you know that you've known that you've got to know in spring training, and and now they're gone. I mean, has that been hard for you? That part of it been hard for you this year? It's been hard, but it's a game. It's a baseball. You know, that's his job. That's what what he tried to do is bring different guys to to make the team better. So I don't got nothing to say about it. So that's his job. He's doing a great job and with, with everything. But, you know, at the end of the day, I miss two guys that I was, you know, a younger kid. We've been together, but it's baseball. It's baseball. Someday you hear, someday you don't. And and that leads into the next question. I mean, obviously, there are veterans. Every veteran is going to be possibly traded at the deadline. And, uh, I mean, you would be attractive to a contending team because, uh, frankly, they wouldn't have to pay you very much. And you would be a great guy for the bench in the clubhouse. Now, I know you're not going to sit here and tell me you want to be traded. But when I tell you that there's a possibility that it could happen and you could be playing for a contender this year, what does that make you think? My main goal is keep playing the game, the way they're playing, respect my teammates, having fun with my teammates, respect the Giants fans, Giant organization. That's what the only thing that I do. I'm I'm a Giants every day. I come here as a Giants and I play hard every day for the Giants. And you won three World Series rings as a Giant. Now, when I think of you in the World Series, I think of two moments. Obviously, three home runs in Game One in 2012, making that last out, uh, that catch uh, against Salvi Perez. Uh, a guy you, you've known really well in 2014. What is your favorite memory from the postseasons? Everything, everything, every moment, every ride, every circumstance that we was in, and those those postseasons because it wasn't easy. 
to make it, it wasn't easy to do and then uh, you know was was great right you know especially how two guys with me that are you know, in here that being with me in those three four seasons means a lot for, for, for this organization. They I I've heard players say that winning one ring makes you want to win two, which makes you want to win three. Do you want to win four? I want to win five. You want to win five? Yeah, I need yeah. two more. Oh yeah, one for the thumb. Yeah. They said when the when the 49ers played. Yeah, just a few more questions with uh, Pablo Sandoval. I know you need to go and get ready for the game. Um the uh I think one thing you told me uh, and you told some other writers when we were in Arizona and you were you were very successful is that you maybe feel like you want to set an example. Now you have uh, young children uh, and uh, that you feel that you want to set an example for them, partly by, you know, just doing whatever you need to do in whatever role they give you. Could you maybe explain that a little bit? You know, I just, you know, when you have kids, especially a boy, you want to make an example to him that uh, nothing can stop you to keep. Keep believing in yourself. Keep believing in all, all the dreams you have. And uh, I want to be a, a role model for my kid. And I uh, want to be that, that sample. He he, he feels proud of, of his dad. That uh, they always believe in him and uh, never give up for the things. And uh, I'm the type of guy that uh, I got a second opportunity in my life that uh, be part of things. Of this again, and uh, enjoying so so many moments, so many great days, and uh, that I've been having in this second chance, so many opportunities that I've been I've been taking care of. I think it's true in every line of work that you you when you have something taken away from you and you get that second chance. Uh, you really, really appreciate it. I, I think it happened to me as a writer. I think it's happened to other players. Um, is, is that really the the point here? I mean, you get a second chance, you you have to appreciate it more. Yeah, yeah. You have to when you get a second chance, you have to work more and everything, and I prove that I, that you still got it. And I, you know, it wasn't easy. wasn't easy in those moments, but. When you got the right person next to you, the right guy, the right, the right person to tell you the things when you're doing good, when you're doing wrong, is is you know you have to have balls. I'm sorry, but you need to have balls to to take it, take that punch, and I to get up and I keep walking, and I keep doing the things that you love because the person next to you tell you, and I give you that push for your kids, for your family, for everything. The per- people around was my family. Tell me the truth that I was wrong. And, I, you know, I take that responsibility and I man it up and I keep walking with my head up and I keep doing everything as a person. We're human beings. We, we make a mistake. We, we're not perfect. But, you know, when make you a great person as a, when you, Take those those mistakes and uh, you man it all and uh, step it all to do everything you can to to be ready for everything. Um, just uh, two more here. One that uh, you know I think some of the fans have asked me about is uh, I mean, do you think when your playing career is over, you would like to coach and maybe manage someday? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just want to spend time with my family. I would love to coach my kid. You know, if he like to play baseball, I would love to be his coach, but. 
One one day, one day, one day, I I, I, I want to think about it because that's the thing that I that I know to do baseball. So I would love to do it. I got great mentors at Bochy. It's, uh It teach me a lot of things uh, as a person, as a father, as a family, as a player. You know, I've been learning a lot of things in this 11 years with Bochy. Be part of his career here in San Francisco for nine years for, means a lot for me. It's a great mentor and one. One day, I want to be like him. Well, uh, one of the things he's done is he's trusted you to pitch. Now, you've had a lot of games this season, unfortunately, a lot of games that have gotten out of hand uh, with the score. W- when the game starts going to be 7-1, to 8-1, to one or whatever, do you actually put it in your mind that, hey, maybe this is the day I'm going to have to go on the mound? Yes. <laughs> now, yeah, because he, he asked me, asked me if you want to do it, and uh, I'm having fun doing it. The other day, when we lost 18-something against Arizona, he told me to don't do it because I got I, I, he's going to start me the next day. So <laughs> I was like, you know what? I do what I, I want to do. I just, I just here to have fun. And uh, he put me in third base. And uh, every time that happened, I, I, I always told the clubby or the bad boy, hey, bring the spice. You never know. <laughs> Uh, that's right. Starting pitcher Pablo Sandoval. You only have to pitch one game, and then you'll be eligible to, for to be taken as a starter in fantasy baseball. Uh, listen, this has uh, just been wonderful uh, talk, and I, I really appreciate it. I know people are going to love listening to this. Thank you very much, Pablo. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Giant Splash. We'll have many, many more as the season moves into June. Giants Double Play is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is editor-in-chief. If you like this show, please subscribe, tell a friend, or give us a review. You can support Giants Double Play and a lot of great journalism with a subscription to The Chronicle. There are print and digital editions. You can find out more at sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. If you want to find me on Twitter, I am at Hank Shulman, or you can email me at hshulman at sfchronicle.com. 